In this morning's Tech Byte, Android's Data Restore tool will soon let you transfer WhatsApp chats to iOS. Mark Zuckerberg on the Metaverse, a possible successor to the mobile internet. And local fintech startup Yoko raises over $83 million in funding. Welcome to Stuff Magazine's Tech Byte, a quick wrap-up of all the local and international tech news you might have missed. As much as smartphones have made much of our lives more efficient and streamlined to a nearly detrimental degree, switching between them can sometimes be more than slightly frustrating. As much as Android and Apple alike have a plethora of cloud backup and file transferring options, we're willing to bet you've gone through the process of transferring all your data across two phones and found some things missing. WhatsApp has notoriously never had a super reliable way of transferring chats and chat history between Android and Apple phones. Now Android is testing out an official and reliable way to do just that, using its Data Restore tool. The Data Restore tool is Android's in-house method of transferring all of your data between phones. It copies all media, apps and files from your old phone and sends them over to your new one, even if it's iOS. Now, obviously, it can't transfer everything, as some apps, settings, and data are exclusive to an OS. Until now, WhatsApp chats found themselves in that category too. The newest update for Data Restore tool includes a few lines of code, spotted by the pros over at 9to5Google, that appear to be laying the groundwork for a future update that will include the ability to transfer your chats between Android and iOS devices. Here's how 9to5Google says it will work. In the Data Restore tool app, Head over to the Transfer WhatsApp Chats tab. There, you'll find a QR code that you'll need to scan with your iPhone. This will take you over to the WhatsApp. Hit Start, and the app will make use of some upcoming migration setting to bring your chats across. It's an incredibly useful feature that users on both sides of the fence have been asking for forever now, though we don't know when it might arrive in full. Since this comes by way of an Android app, it unfortunately presumably doesn't work both ways. But with the rate at which WhatsApp's been pumping out updates, we're sure there'll be an iOS to Android equivalent soon enough. When you hear Mark Zuckerberg talking about something called a metaverse, it's a little disconcerting. He sits at the top of the most data-hungry company the world has ever seen, give or take a Google or two. One with a terrible track record of keeping its users' information safe. Why on earth would anyone trust this man to build a metaverse? To answer that question, it helps to know what Zuck is talking about. He hasn't gone all Reed Richards and started building his own universe or anything like that. The metaverse is Zuckerberg's vision for the future of Facebook. It looks a whole lot like reality, only it's a little more virtual. The Facebook head sat down with Casey Newton on behalf of The Verge to talk a little more about what that future looks like. There are a few ways that Zuckerberg's vision of the future could play out, and one of those is as illustrated in the video on the article, Hyper Reality by Kaichi Matsuda is an illustration of the sort of future Facebook could help usher in. Facebook's CEO explains it as an embodied internet, where instead of just viewing content, you're in it. But he isn't about to show off just what that would look like. Not yet, anyway. Matsuda's take is one way an integrated VR-AR mobile internet that its users are constantly immersed in might look. But perhaps it won't be quite as loud and cluttered. Perhaps but it will almost certainly involve an internet that you can't really get away from. Zuckerberg says that, instead of just doing this, having a meeting over a phone call, you'll be able to sit as a hologram on my couch, 
or I'll be able to sit as a hologram on your couch, and it'll actually feel like we're in the same place. Which sounds like an exciting idea in itself, particularly when he details a virtual business meeting taking while sitting in a Starbucks and working on five virtual monitors that the virtual meeting participants can also see. This metaverse concept is something Facebook is actively shooting for, even though its rapacious data servers aren't enough to get the job done. If the concept of an immersive internet ever comes about, it will be the creation of a coalition of a lot of other companies and creators and developers. We just need to be sure that it's a place we'd actually want to spend time in, rather than one where we have to. Check out Mark Zuckerberg's whole interview with Casey Newton, linked on the article. If you've ever bought a product or paid for a service from a small vendor or business, you may have encountered a small portable card machine that connects to the merchant's phone. Those are made by Yoko, a South African company that offers a full payment solution to SMEs in SA, and with about $83 million in hand, it plans to expand beyond our borders. It secured $83 million, or around 1.2 billion rand, in its Series C funding. While it initially offered physical card facilities, Yoko also launched its digital payment portal recently, making its offering pretty comprehensive. The company's certain the large demand for payment solutions is thanks to an increase in small businesses on the continent. Considering card and mobile penetration rate is growing, small businesses will miss out if they don't offer card facilities. We're moving toward an increasingly cashless society, exasperated by the current pandemic and hygiene practices. According to a press release, this is the largest single investment raised by a small business-focused payments platform in the Middle East and Africa, and the largest ever raised by a payments company in South Africa. In total, Yoko has raised $107 million over its lifespan. The company plans to increase its reach by focusing on streamlining the payment ecosystem for small businesses. Right now, it's already offering both online and offline payment methods, both of which can easily be linked to the same account. Even more, it's planning to expand its operations outside of South Africa. The most recent, ginormous, if we might say, investment comes from a group of investors including Dragonier Investment Group, and this is the group's first endeavour dropping its money in the African market. Otherwise, the list in Otherwise, the list contains some existing Yoko investors like Partech, Velocity Capital Fintech Ventures, Orange Ventures, Kinoa Capital, FMO and Future Growth. Yoko currently serves 150,000 small businesses in the country and processes more than $1 billion in card payments per year. Thank you for listening to Stuff Magazine's Tech Byte. We'll be back again tomorrow with all the local and international tech news you might have missed.